Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. No keys, no degrees. Protests. Thousands of third-level students are sleeping on couches, paying market rates for hotel rooms, or deferring their entry to university and college due to a severe shortage of student accommodation. Student unions have reported a massive surge in the number of online or on waiting lists uh, for accommodation or who need help with finding private property to rent. And the lack of supply of accommodation has been highlighted uh, by the student representatives across the country. And to talk to me a little bit about it today and the protest is Beth O'Reilly, who is a USI president uh, for campaigns. Good afternoon to you, Beth. Hi, Niall. Uh, now, Beth, describe to, I suppose, my listeners, uh, maybe in a simplified version, exactly what's going on and why this year is different. Uh, let's leave COVID aside for the moment, say 2019. What's different this year? I mean, hasn't property always been expensive? So one of the main issues that we've seen this year is that a lot of the properties that were on the private rental market weren't taken up by students last year because they stayed at home. So landlords decided to rent these properties out to uh, you know, other groups of people. So this year, when students were looking for accommodation, there was much less private rental properties, and they instead have to go to these overpriced luxury student accommodation complexes that they just can't afford. Um, so now we're seeing a huge shortage of students being able to find affordable accommodation. So we've got students in hotels, in hostels, couch surfing, staying at a friend's house for weeks on end until such point as they can find affordable accommodation. Now, when you say affordable, what are they paying? Like, what would you pay for student accommodation in Dublin, I suppose, primarily, because that's where the majority of colleges are. But, of course, there's colleges all over the country. But what what would you be paying, say, for example, in Dublin for student accommodation? Well, the, the average rate for these, like, student accommodation complexes would be up to €250 Euro a week. Um, which is extortionate for any type of rent, especially a shared, you know, apartment where you just get a small bedroom and you're living with five other people. Okay, so that and so, that's so it'd be two hundred and fifty per person, is it? Per person, yeah. For so, shared um, for a shared accommodation. Yep. That's a um, bit of a rip off, all right, isn't it? Exactly. Um, they, if see, you were, they, get, they if you were getting a little one bedroom apartment on your own, it wouldn't be too bad for a grand. But for, for sharing it with other people, that's really not very good at all. They spend a lot of money on bowling alleys and video game rooms in these complexes, but students don't want that. Students don't need those. Kind of no, all they, they need is a, all they need is a microwave, a cooker, and a bed. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that's it. That's well, that's what they had in my days when we had the bed sits. If you go back in time, Beth, uh, you know there was bed sits here in around rap mines, which are essentially rooms in Georgian houses where you had enough. We didn't even have microwaves. You had enough room for a cooker, a bed, and somewhere to sit at a table, and that. It was one small room, but we got rid of the bed sits because we considered them to be a little bit inhumane. Uh, and now we have a problem where we just don't have enough rental properties for students. So the prices, I mean, I suppose it's a supply and demand situation, isn't it? Well, I think a big issue as well is that in Dublin, because there was less people taking off these luxury student accommodation complexes, mainly because of the price, they decided to apply for planning permission so that they could be used as te- um, short-term um tourist uh, residential uh, properties. This is Airbnb, I assume, or whatever, yeah. uh, Yeah, exactly. So now even the buildings that were built for students to live in are being turned into buildings not for students. And what about on campus? I mean, is there there much accommodation now on campus in many of the colleges? (laughs) I mean, some of the larger colleges would have uh, a fair amount of on-campus accommodation, but it's nowhere near enough for all the students. 
And the government haven't allocated any capital grants for these HDIs to borrow to build new affordable student accommodation. They've instead relied on the private sector to build the uh, the private student accommodation complexes. That OK, well, look, we, we could expect that, you know, the, the poor student to get an old job part time, you know, in a bar or restaurant, obviously, when they're not studying or when they're not doing it, coming close to exams and what have you. And the rest obviously has to be paid for by mom and dad, the bank of mom and dad, uh, or they can get a grant. But are the grants covering these accommodations? Because they get the Susie grant. Some students will get a Susie grant. Are they covering the cost of the accommodation? Not at all. I mean, um, the TUD figures for the average cost of student living is 14 grand a year. And the Susie grant is grant does not come anywhere near close to that. The Susie grant doesn't even come close to covering the cost of living in general. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's not enough for students. So, so, what is the, so what's the answer? Well, you're telling me all the things that are wrong, and I'm not disagreeing with you, by the way. And, and accommodation is a huge problem for everybody. We're going to be talking about homelessness a little bit later on as well. So what's the answers, Beth? It's all well and good. You know, the students out there rampaging like usual because students are good at protesting. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But, I mean, we need some answers then. I mean, we need to get have suggestions as to how we can arrest this problem. So what is the answer? Absolutely. So short-term solution, we need people to open their homes as digs for students because there are thousands without homes right now. Um, we know that after COVID, there's a, a level of, you know, um, there's level of wariness among the population about letting people into their houses. But if you have a spare room and you can provide a room to a student, that would be a, a huge, huge step towards helping solve the immediate problem. Long term, we need capital grants for HEIs and we need legislation that stops our student accommodation being turned into tourist accommodation. Um, okay, so so what you're appealing for, if people out there happen to be living in a four-bed house and your kids have moved on and you have a couple of spare bedrooms, you could rent them out, you get a couple of hundred quid or whatever it is, three or four hundred quid a room. And you, by the way, just to let you know, you can earn up to 14 grand income on your rental rooms without paying any tax every year, of course, as well. Um, so most people can do that, depending on your income. Um, so you're, you're appealing to people. But see, the problem is, Beth, that people are always very cautious about taking complete strangers into their house. Yeah, I completely understand that. And I understand that it's not for everyone, obviously. But if you are in a position where you might feel comfortable or you do have the space or you, you know, just are incredibly compassionate and want to help someone out, Mm. it would make a huge difference in a student's life. And Because um, it could be your own son or daughter, you know what I mean, in the same situation. Exactly. And have you had much support from politicians or what sort of support are you getting at the moment? Yeah, we've had a lot of TDs coming out to us today to speak to us. We're We're outside Leinster House with our tents. So uh, we've had a lot of TDs. Is there many of you there, by the way? How many of you are there? There's about 20 of us at the moment and we're expecting a few more to show up. But obviously it's... Jesus, 20 is not good, Beth. You need numbers. Well, you see, (laughs) our thing was this was never expected to be uh, tens of thousands of students protest. What we're doing is we're bringing the crisis to the government's doorstep so they can't ignore it anymore because the students are starting their first week of college. They can't, you know, they shouldn't have to take time out of their first week of studies to come up to a protest um, the, the living situation right now. So if, we're, if we're per- representing if them. If it's not a personal question, are you currently affected by this yourself at the moment? I'm, luckily, I'm not. Um, I, uh, luckily, I, um, I know someone in Dublin who I can live with. Okay, and, so they've given you a sofa. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, and when I, when I was in college, I, I was living in the same county as my parents. So I lived at home for college for the most part. Right. So I'm lucky enough that I was able to get through it without, you know, dealing with yeah, of course, of course. And So you, you guys are going to be sleeping rough tonight, essentially. You're going to be sleeping outside the doll tonight. Uh, we are. are you all, how many tents have you got? We have about 
20 and then anybody who's coming from other counties have brought up their own tents. So we've right. got a few SU officers from Cork and Waterford and some from Minute. So, uh, and how the Garda Shea Kona being there? Are they being cooperative or are they okay? They have, to be fair, they, they have, they have, um, they've, yeah. they've let us facilitate what, what we want to do for the evening. So, okay, we're, uh, that's good. We're all. Sources, yeah. Well, look, if anybody's in the area outside the uh, Dal Aaron, you'll see the tents erected there. Beth and her gang are there at the moment. Give them an L beep of support if you want to, uh, or indeed. Uh, and uh, what they're looking for, if anybody has a room to rent, be it in Dublin, Cork, Limerick, Galway, wherever it happens to be, beside any of the colleges or close to the colleges, or even not that close, it's the bus journey away. Uh, if you could rent out a room, they would greatly appreciate it. Remember, of course, you can earn up to 14 grand in rental uh, a year without being taxed by the old revenue commissioner. And it'll help out a purse student because Let's be honest, they are the future of the country, aren't you, Beth? We are. We are. <laughs> Listen, uh, Beth, good luck and uh, continued success there with your campaign and well done to you, all right? Thank you very much. All right, there you go. Beth O'Reilly, USI President for Campaigns. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.